welcome back after Buzzer Shaw's the Sunset, Season 7, Episode 14, Reunion Part 1. You guys have no idea. We're going to find out what Mike's taste in women is. We also have a couple's rehash therapy, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And of course, Gigi, she has a meltdown. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, pull oh. up my sleeve. I know, I'm okay. like, okay. Maybe a little bit. Can I knock this up? Okay. Crack my knuckles. <laughs> okay. Mike, we're coming for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, After Brothers. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. This episode was filled with so much drama. Um, but before we start, why don't I have my lovely host go ahead and introduce themselves? Yes, I need, we need to get started. Um, <laughs> my name is Maite Carrillo. Hey guys, it's your girl, Nicole Hutchins. Hey everyone, it's Danya Marie. And I am your host, Crystal McLaughlin. Welcome back, you guys. Okay, so overall thoughts about this episode. It's what I expected and more. Ooh. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. okay. It served. It the did. plate was yes. served. The first five minutes, I was like, wow, I don't think I was this um, drawn in in any episode this yeah. season as I was watching this reunion. Right. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Not a dull moment. Not Definitely. a dull moment. So Definitely. I felt like... The entire episode, there was drama throughout it, which mm-hmm. is great for us, right? <laughs> yeah. Not good for them, but definitely good for us. Um, we start off with a little bit of, uh, I don't know, what it seemed like they were kind of ganging up on Mike, right? About him and his uh, history with women and his taste in women. And, you know, for good reason, because, I mean, Mike is sort of, I don't know, coming off as, like, a pig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So um, we start off the episode with um, Mike uh, having a conversation about uh, Mona and really him and Nima are really going into it. And I was really surprised, like, you know, we see a side of Nima where he's, like, sort of timid and he's sort Mm -hmm. of nice. But I really liked this side of Nima. I was like, (laughs) heck yes. Thank God he was sticking up for his sister Mona as he should. I like that. Wasn't that great, ladies? Yeah. Yeah. I know that um, Mike had said something about uh, um, there was they were going back into an episode where they had a date and he had mentioned something about Mona having a chip nail. Oh my gosh! And you know, if a guy puts down a woman like that, what does that say about him? I mean, what do you ladies think about a man putting you down on a date? But supposedly it wasn't a date, right? Yeah, no, I would have walked away. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I would have for sure. Um, it just reminded me why Mike is still single and just can't find anyone he's compatible with. He's just way too picky, and he's just ridiculous and over the top. So yeah, that's how I feel about that. Exactly. Yep. Honestly, I am so glad that Nima was able to really stand up for Mona and the entire time he was just like you're not going to talk about my sister that way and and then the whole situation of him bringing up the fact of her nail was chipped I'm like Awful. Yeah. really you're going to look at the material stuff you're going to look at like her exterior instead of looking what's inside I right. know that sounds really cheesy but like at the st- at his point in his life like 
really, you're going to be this immature? Like, he really disappointed me watching this this episode. And I, and I really thought, like, okay, I know we had probably given him a shot in the, the yeah, last time we were right. chatting. Yeah. And even Donya had, like, in her predictions how, like, he's, mm, yeah. he's going to change. He's, like, a really good guy. <laughs> I'm saying that I, back. I looked at Donya and I was like, you better take it oh, back. Yeah, I am. A hundred percent. So disappointed in him and how he brought down Destiny and told her to shut up. Yeah, like, that was, it was so many disappointments. So, so rude, so over the top. I'm like... Obnoxious is the I, word I'd like yeah, to say. I don't Obnoxious. like I don't like this side of him. And if Definitely he's doing this not. for viewership, like I I'm not a fan. Well, I think this has always been who Mike is. Yeah. And I think I he think has been trying to change his ways. But you know you know, a duck is a duck is a duck. You know what I mean? And definitely, uh, yeah, he's quacking. Um, I I wrote down um, something that he said, and it was like he is trying to deflate her ego, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's saying that he respects women. And, you know, I don't know any man that respects a woman and takes her out. And even if it was a friend, you know, even if it was a friend, you wouldn't like nitpick at something like that. To me, that shows complete insecurity. Absolutely. And it basically shows me that he's immature and he's not emotionally ready to be in any type of relationship whatsoever, which is why I was so happy that Destiny took the time to be like, oh, I need to work on myself and do my stuff and be happy with myself before I get into a relationship. And then she pointed at him. Yes, Destiny. Destiny's clapbacks were yeah. good. Yeah. Her clapbacks were definitely good. I was good. Too, this whole reunion. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I also have here, um, we talked about, or they talked about how she, he was upset because she did not compliment him. Yeah. What would you do if you went on a date with somebody who was offended by the fact that you didn't compliment them? Don't you think that's ridiculous? Absolutely, in true narcissistic fashion. That's just not. I bring that up a lot, you guys. But he really is. I put feel the like gloves he's a on, poster girl. Put the gloves on. Child, right. I feel like he's a yeah. poster child for it. Like it just reminds me how shallow he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly don't think he's going to change anytime soon. I think he's going to have to have a coming to Jesus moment before he changes. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because they they said that apparently when he met timeline wise. He, when he met Morgan or um, Mona, he was already talking to Mona, mm-hmm. um, right? Or Mor- wait, well, uh, he was sorry. talking to Morgan. He was talking to Morgan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the M's. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> he was he was already talking to uh, Morgan before he met Mona, and then he saw like an upgrade. And then once he realized like she was gonna f- play to his like rules, mm-hmm. he got hooked up with Morgan Mm -hmm. and then like dumped uh, Mona because he felt like she was too high maintenance. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. like, let's just be honest here. She didn't deny that this is, these are the things that she wants in her life. And, you know, I don't think it's right for him to, to disrespect her just because they don't agree on like what they want in their life. I just, I'm thoroughly disgusted with him and yeah, there's no coming back from this. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, I think he was extremely intimidated yeah. by Mona, and mm-hmm. he realized that it was just too much work, mm-hmm. and it was he was going to have to put in to too much that he was like, no, 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 I'm not trying to deal with this, mm-hmm. instead yeah, of like right. looking and seeing her worth. And in all honesty, I don't really think Mona would have, she might have been like attracted to him, but I don't think she would have entered into a relationship no, with him. No, she's mm-hmm. too smart. Because it's like, it, it just doesn't make any sense for him. And then he said... 
He even said it, and and uh, Reza gave like the Cliff Notes version of it, and he's yeah. like, "Well, because Mona didn't pay attention to him, that's why he went to something that was there and available and was willing to be with him, which was Morgan. Mm-hmm. But then that makes Morgan look like absolutely, yeah. absolutely nothing. I mean, I feel, I still feel bad for Morgan. Like this whole situation with Mike, she's always just been like the person on the side for him yeah. like he's never she's never been his priority for anything no because mm. like like uh nicole said he's a narcissist it's yeah. all about him he's only fulfilling a void in his life right now and he's not happy with himself so he's mm. never going to find love because no real woman who is of quality is right. ever going to put up with any type of that behavior but yeah. i give props to morgan for recognizing that and oh, oh yeah and then oh 100 yeah. yeah that was 100%. really good especially because she's young yeah so she could have stayed around like mm-hmm. some of these other young broads but like she didn't she, she picked up her bags and was like yo you're not treating me the way i like i'm gonna you know yeah i'm gonna get I, going I'm, I'm sorry i was gonna say i feel like mike is sort of the the poster child for the modern day man in in the dating world mm-hmm. in, LA brought, in la exactly in la specifically and like yeah. you said it's like he met mona and realized it was going to be too much work it was going to be too much effort yeah. to win her affection and I don't know about you ladies, but in my dating experience, I've noticed that a lot of men are acting like Mike in that sense. If you bring some type of expectation, you know, respect me, you know, be considerate of me. It's like, oh no, I'm going to fall back and I'm going to find an easy guys are lazy. I don't understand Or or they will see that you have something going for yourself and that you're like determined to do something and they're like, whoa, um, no, I don't know how to deal with this because I've dealt with something so easy in the past. Right. So then they just let it go. Right. Right. We are trying jewels tonight. (laughs) So funny. Really quickly, I'm just going to say I went on a date on Monday and there was this guy who just like from the get just sat down was like, I'm so fat. I'm so this. I'm so that. And I was just like, yo. He was waiting. No, you're not. Yeah, waiting for the compliment and (sighs) kept going on and on and on about it. And then was like, I don't know. Like he was attentive in some ways, but also I was just like, okay, first of all, why are you trying to tickle me between my arm and my breastuses? Like that's just that's that's weird. That's just gross. It was just like total douchebag. You know, I don't know. It was it was not good. And I hate to say it, but he was crystal. And I hate to say this. I'm 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 not generalizing, but he was Persian. Um, So you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'd be so curious to know what Morgan thinks after watching the entire season, after oh, watching the so interviews. Good. And I want to, not that I really, I would care about Jessica, but I don't want to include her. But I wonder what's going on in her Me mind. Me too. Do you know? Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I mean, her name is still dropped so many times. <laughs> I mean, Mona, yes. I don't, I don't really care yeah. for Jessica. Um, uh, also, we t- we discuss... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Because I had a run-in with her one time. She was really rude to me. Oh, so, oh Jessica. Yeah, there's yeah still. Jessica. Oh, yeah, I'm at not, my job. I'm so surprised. I'm good. I'm good. So, anyways, um, okay. so Mike. Um, also, they just dis- they discuss what Mike's type is, and it's big boobs, very voluptuous, big butt. And Reza said, long hair down to the tramp stamp, sexy clothing. Mm, I thought in my head, porn star. Mm. Did you did you ladies think that too? I did it only because he pointed out a person in the room who he actually likes and he used MJ as an example. Mm-hmm. He's like I like, you know, someone like MJ who looks like MJ, so he pointed her out and that's what came but to have mind. Have we seen him with anyone like MJ? 
No. Exactly. No, so I'm just like, like, I know you were doing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I thought that, that was weird. He was just trying to get her to back him up. And <laughs> so he's stroking her ego. Come on. MJ knows better than that. She knows what was going on. That's why yeah. she was kind of had a smirk on her face. Yeah, she, she knew. She well, they were complimenting her. Yeah. They were complimenting, complimenting her. Yeah, so, and I'd sit yeah. there too and I'd be like, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> were you ladies as surprised as I was when they were discussing how he has been sending texts to Morgan about working this out? To Mona. What? I mean, yeah. Wait, I'm what? so bad with the name. Yeah. With yeah. Mona? So, Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Yes, yes, I forgot about that. Are you surprised <laughs> by that? No. You, no? No. He, I still, like, he's just trying to, like, feed his ego still. And for him, it's like. The rejection. Yeah, the rejection. The yeah. one that got away. So he's like, let me give it one more shot, which is what he said. Let's give this a shot. Yes. I think I, you know what? I'd have to see the text and I'd have to see what time this was sent. Because this makes sense if it was sent like at night. This sounds like something that he would do. True. Where it's like, hey. uh, But why would it be different? Why would it be different if it was day or night? Either way, there's a huge difference. He's denying it though. No, the fact that he sent it. But they said that he sent multiple, right? I actually am surprised. Okay, so apparently they, they've been texting, and he claims that it's as friends, but then this one text that they said, yeah. it says, it let's give one? this... I, I, I believe like Nima said it was one, mm-hmm. okay. where it said, let's give this a shot. Mm-hmm. Mm, and it was like a month... I heard it was like a month after, or something like that. So was he, like, talking to Morgan still? Yeah! yeah. This guy's... Yeah. Oh, Morgan's been in the picture since, like, before Poor Mona Morgan. was in the... was in the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to know what she thinks about Right. Him. Yeah. That would be nice to know. That would be nice to know. Morgan, call us. <laughs> um, yeah, so moving on, um, I would love for Dania over there, the beauty, to read oh, our live feed. That jewelry. <laughs> yes. So, Happy to me. Yes. I can't prepare for the shahs. Mm-hmm. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So... Now we have them sitting down with Adam. It seems like they're rehashing, like, old stuff that was happening during the show, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it was construction or the children uh, that he wants, Um, and then also MJ and Tommy, and, I mean, there was just a lot of, like, couple stuff going on. Even they, like, brought up Destiny's dating life. Um, I have to be honest, I feel like... I'm over that whole scenario of, like, what's happening with the couples, right? Because it's not anything new. I mean, MJ, what, MJ said that she was going to sleep with other people on two different occasions. But it was like, it's MJ. You can't really take her that serious. I don't think she would have done that anyways. Do you ladies think that she would have done that? No, mm-hmm. and then she also mentioned I was, like, in the vibe of, like, Bachelorette and, like, yeah. drinking. And so I, I definitely think that that was just a part of her mood in the moment. Yeah, yeah, 100%. What about you? 
Yes. Um, well, all I'm going to say is that <laughs> you guys are going to say, I hope she was just kidding. I believe she was. No, yeah, she, totally she was just was. in the moment. Yeah. She totally was. She was like, yes. <laughs> I do. I also agree. I think she, yeah. was, she was in the moment. <laughs> but Tommy was just like, if I were to say uh, yeah. Tommy was like, if I were to say that, she would have been like livid. Yeah. Well, so absolutely. Upset. No, absolutely. So but, he can, and you can tell by his eyes, he was like giving the eyes he was to like, everybody else. He's like, I'm not getting. I love this. his honesty, though. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Yeah. and she apologized. So you know, in, in in MJ fashion, she doesn't do that that often. So take it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um. So also, Adam and Reza are still going back and forth about like the inconsistencies in their relationship. Um. Do you you know the word divorce got thrown out? Mm-hmm. Um you know, by Reza. Were you ladies surprised by that? Because I definitely was. I've always felt like they're the couple that are going to stay together forever. Um, What do you think? Do you think that they'll get a divorce? Or do you think they'll be able to, like, work on the issues that they have? I think it's it's always a possibility. And the only... I I say that just because no one's exempt from that, no matter how much you love a person. There's just some things that a lot of individuals will not tolerate um, in a relationship, you know, or in this case, a marriage. And Reza has made it very clear about, you know, them being partners, you know, in yeah. every aspect of the relationship. And, you know, when we watched the last last week's, mm-hmm. I think it was last week's episode, you know, he was just talking about, you know, you have to pull your weight because what it sounded like to me was that Adam was sort of like a sugar baby almost. Yeah. Just, that's what it seemed like to me. So, yeah, I think it's. When he throws that word out there, I think what he's saying is, don't think that that's not a possibility. Yeah. And I think MJ even, like, confirmed that. Like, she was like, oh, yeah, he's always been the breadwinner. Like, she really had Reza's back. I mean, they, those two. You yeah. Know, mess with those that two. became very <laughs> clear. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I don't... Um... Oh, shoot, I just lost my train of thought um but let me just say kimberly who's on our live chat right now says mj has wanted to be his wife for so long that i couldn't see her really doing it on the other hand self-sabotage is a real thing and she said either way it was in poor taste and unfair to tommy yeah i agree i agree Mm -hmm. um but after seeing their wedding i don't know if that's the biggest issue here (laughs) (laughs) so this is what i was gonna say um the whole thing about their divorce i I feel like this was brought up last season too, um, and he's thrown this divorce word out, and it's always been Reza who's brought it out, mm-hmm. uh, not Adam. Yeah. So, and I could tell as as like Reza was talking about this, you can see Adam's eyes watering, and Just, and it looked you know, like he was. Did you see he, back. he got really pale? Yeah. Did you see that? Like I kept thinking, oh, which is why I think really he's pale. so willing to cooperate with the ther- They're doing therapy now, mm-hmm. where they said right. He's willing to do the therapy and he's willing to make it work. And even when Reza was like, I want a divorce, he said, hold up. Let's see if we can talk to someone first before I even say yes or we even think about separating. So I think he genuinely very, very loves Reza. Yeah. But he wants to, like, make it work. He knows that there's problems and he's kind of already saying that, yes, I did do that. Mm -hmm. But I think he, I don't know. I, I feel like they could get a divorce, but I think that they're going to be able to push through. Well, Adam also mentioned that he was, it was because he was too busy working. That's why and now he I had got, a busy schedule yeah. that he wasn't making time for Reza. And we were just discussing that we thought it was money. It was money, yeah. And it was time. But it was time. 
And that Reza doesn't time think. After time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, good. so what? What is it? They're being so unclear mm-hmm. as it's to what's so going on. What does Adam do again? I think he works on set. He works on set. He works on set. Okay, as as just a production assistant, or I thought he know. did editing. He just, I just know he works. On oh, okay, editors make good money. Yeah, I don't know. Those are long I mean, hours. <laughs> yeah, very long. You, yeah, yeah, those Trust those me, are long hours. <laughs> you ain't got no love. I mean, Russ is still the breadwinner in this yeah. in this picture, and I was it's a I, it was a joke. What? I was thinking in my head when she was saying that Adam really loves Reza and he's trying to work it out and everything and in my head I was thinking yeah he's trying to keep that bag secured but (laughs) I'm just joking I know you guys love each other no my thing is it's like you know if if it is a money thing and you know he's all uh, Reza is always working with Mike about you know working on these projects to make money why doesn't he just show Adam and they can build a business together and like <gasps> that's a I very love that. good point yeah that like is, I've thought yeah. about this the entire time I haven't voiced it because I was like well maybe he, that's not the love that he has but like if you love someone then maybe you're willing to like take a little break and then step back and like try something different to make the marriage work you know what you make you bring up such a great point because Reza could have easily brought him in into his ideas and they could have both grown together yeah Yeah. and if he wanted to get into this hair care line he could have been like hey Adam okay you might have I don't know a thousand dollars in your savings Adam could have been like I want to be part of this with you I'll put in a thousand dollars and that's just what makes you grow yeah so maybe are you saying that Adam should approach should approach Reza with that type of idea or Reza should be approaching it should be both yeah, so I think Reza should have just told Adam from the beginning. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like if you're not making as much money as your significant other is making, you always want to make sure that you feel like you're incorporating into their successes and yeah, that you're adding absolutely. on to right. each other because at the end of the day, you just want to grow. Right. Yeah. It's a partnership. It's a, it is a partnership. And you're married. Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. So hopefully. Ooh, I got hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, girl. Ooh. Yes. Well, hopefully, you know, if they watch this, you know, hey, take that idea, you know. Um, so now we're going to move on. Not the same thing, couples, but I was really surprised that Destiny and Gigi were going at it. It came out of left field. Destiny was having a, you know, conversation with Mike. And then Gigi just like intercepted and was like, yo, you know what? You don't tell us anything about your private dating life. Why is that? Why are you always, always why are you always in the middle of our stuff? Mm-mm. What did you think about that? Like, whoo, that w- that came out yeah. of left field. Is she ready to comment on okay. that? <laughs> go in, my thing. Go, go in, my thing. She went in on Destiny, and I did not appreciate no, that. I didn't either. Because Destiny was like, okay, tell me. What was it? Mm-hmm. That one time? That doesn't count. Like, yeah. no. Mm-mm. No. I love her sarcasm. She's just like, you know, she's she just she's got full control she, of herself. Yeah, she does. That's, That's what I love about yeah. her. Yeah. So I felt like it was classic on her end. So yeah. nothing but. could break destiny. No. Yeah. Nothing. No. She can't. Or, so far. My question is though, why why is she coming for her? Why why is Gigi coming for destiny? I don't understand. Like that came out of nowhere. I don't know, but it seems like everyone who's sort of new and not like super original to the group still gets attacked. Yeah. Nima's still getting attacked. So is Destiny. And I think we're just going to continue to see that until they get into the safe place within the group. Oh, I like that. I like that. You know what I liked was when Tommy um, said to Destiny, well, because Mike told her, uh, Mike made a comment saying that, like, well, you've never had a boyfriend. 
And, and Tommy was like, she's had lovers. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I did love that. I yeah. love Tommy. He's I so know his cute. jokes always like lighten up the mood. Yeah. You know, Mike t- seems Mike seems to be really obsessed sour. with well, sour and just seems to be obsessed with Destiny's love life. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, why are you so pressed Pro- about her? Because he wants <laughs> to be he, he wants to be pressed up against her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> we need to talk here. So now we're gonna move on with um, Gigi. Uh, what happened? Gigi what? had a complete meltdown. You guys, I could not believe how she, how much she was like, just sort of like all over the place. Her when she was talking, you could tell her mouth was really dry. So I was like thinking to myself, either she's got a lot of anxiety and. That's causing her, as my mouth is dry. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not so hard. <laughs> uh, she has a, a, a very dry mouth. So I kept thinking to myself, she has to be high because she came at everybody with like this hostility and this like, I don't know, just this very nervous energy and, you know, ready to like hit someone. Like it just, it kind of, made me feel like wow okay this is like this is going back to like Mm -hmm. old Gigi when she used to have the knives and she'd get all crazy and Mm -hmm. stuff like I we haven't seen that in a while Mm -hmm. and I was really disappointed to see that um it started off with her and MJ um talk or her talking to MJ about how MJ comes at her and how she comes at MJ because MJ comes at her Mm -hmm. um do you think that they're ever? Do you think MJ and and uh, Gigi are ever gonna like learn to have civil like relationship? I guess if that's what you want to call it, because I don't see that being healthy in the long run for either one of them. Mostly Gigi. Well, I think MJ said you have to be sober in order for you to understand where I'm coming from. So I think, no, I don't think there's going to be a point where they're both going to be understanding towards one another because uh, Gigi is like a ticking time bomb. Like you just don't know if you, when she opened that door to destiny, I mean, it was just crazy. But Mm -hmm. before we get into that, the the veins in her neck, you guys, like it was like crazy. Um, We have Lizzie D saying, I I felt bad for Gigi just because she's, had it in had it in with Reza in the past didn't mean him and MJ had to invite Shalom's ex or whatever. I that agree. was just random, weird, and cruel. So that has a lot to do with it too. I do sometimes feel like Gigi can just be surrounded by all of them. So I did for a slight moment feel for her in this reunion part, the part one. I yeah. I, I think that especially MJ, for some reason, I feel like I know this season has been all about her mostly, but I feel when they use the comparison to what she did to Asa last mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, you're right. She mm-hmm. did do that. And now she seems to be like the queen of the group. Mm-hmm. Of course. And it's like, I do feel like bad for Gigi. I, I, I felt what she was feeling. Feeling, yeah, it's so funny because later on, it, I don't know if it's gonna we're gonna show this part, but I have some stuff that I a video that I want to show. Um, and in that interview, which is about 15 minutes long, we're not gonna play the whole thing. Oh, you guys absolutely. have to you have to watch it because Gigi talks about that specifically about oh, MJ yeah. being sort of like the matriarch of the entire group, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. she just you know, so I, you know, I get it. Um, I do also agree with you, like, Gigi, I feel really bad for her because like. 
she is a ticking time bomb and she's allowing these people to make her go to that place. And so she needs to really control herself. She can't control anybody else. She can only control herself. Yeah. And smoking weed before you go on the reunion is not the thing. <laughs> that was not good. Do not do that, girlfriend. Well, they were showing, too, that last season, which I don't remember seeing, that that they had to call EMT. They did. Yeah. Because she, she was way, too, yeah, she was too high. And so they were advising her this time. They were like, can you please not get as high as you did last <laughs> as reunion? As high, I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Or no, they were like, just don't, don't smoke. smoke. Right. So, yeah. Which she did. Which yeah. she did. We saw she her did. saw containers in her room when Destiny went in. She's going through something, you guys, internally. Well, she's the, trying to numb it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said that uh, Shalom had sent, or her lawyer, his lawyer had sued her again for twice. the like, twice. Yeah. For, I guess, I don't know that they... That I guess some crew, some cast members claim that Gigi was talking smack about him, like really yeah. bad things. <sighs> There's more to Gigi's story mm-hmm. that we don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And 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 you know, in the interview that that you guys should watch, um, they also bring up how uh, MJ said that the minute that she smelled Shalom, she was like, "He's a fame whore." So you know, I think ah. from the get. That's how she felt about him, and I think that's, like, what is being kind of, like, said about him. This is all what I saw on the show, so don't sue me, Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so when Destiny ended up going into the room to kind of console Gigi, she said something about – Gigi said something about Destiny being turned up, and she was nowhere near that, and <laughs> I just felt like – Gigi was really losing it and, yeah. and you know, her mental state um, was really on the line. I felt I felt for her. I really did because, you know, when you when you already have issues um, and, you know, we'll bring more stuff up in the that I'm telling you, you guys have to watch that episode that I'm about to pull up. But, you know, she talks about like, you know, old drug habits and so on and so forth. You you feel for her because, you know, she's trying to make her life work. And I'm very proud of her for, you know, starting her own um, line of, of of medicinals. But, you know, she's trying. You know, she's really trying. Yeah. And, and I hope that, you know, she watches back, you know, watches this episode again. And she, like, learns from it rather than, like, repeating this history because this is not doing her any good. Did you ladies feel like uh, Destiny was out of pocket? Or no, not at all. No. no. Yeah. She definitely went with good intentions. Definitely. And she got attacked, which yeah. was unnecessary. But I think in Gigi's state, it was a given that that was going to happen. Yeah. So. At that point, I realized, like, yeah, Gigi's high, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, Destiny did not come at her, like, you know, how does she describe it? Gigi described it like you're coming at me all so aggressive, so aggressive, you're yeah. Like, and she wasn't high. aggressive at all. Like, yeah, Destiny was really trying to console her, like you said, and I Gigi feel, just yeah. took it the wrong way. I feel like Destiny is a good friend for 100%. Gigi mm-hmm. because she knew how to level her down. Oh my she god, did. so good, because so it's much like, patience. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes when someone comes at you that way, I know for me, I tend to like get to that level, and then I have to <laughs> escalate. Say yeah, <laughs> and then I have to think to myself, no, 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 no. Let's yeah. chill. We like, all needed destiny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She is destiny. Um, they did sort of like bring up something about her possibly dipping in the other pond. <laughs> Were you ladies uh, surprised about destiny dipping in the other pond? Nope. <laughs> I'll be the first it. one to say it. <laughs> nope. Um, I, I just had this 
feeling, this inkling, I don't know what you call it, your the gaydar or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I was paying attention Nicole to how she, there, we go. <laughs> there we go. I was just really paying attention to how she was interacting with a lot of the female castmates. With who? For example, I can't remember what episode it was, but she was with it was with uh, Gigi? it was Gigi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh it was at her um at her house? Her part, her reveal party for Wusa or whatever. Oh. You know how she's like, oh, you look so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And you guys didn't catch this, but it was like low key, the camera, like her arm kind of reached. I'm sorry, I'm just using you as an example. Okay? Yeah, she was go. like reaching kind of below her, like, Ooh. oh, but you know, I was like, uh huh. Oh. I was like, yeah. I saw that too, but I, I've, I've had friends who were that. My yeah, ex-best friend was that, like that. Touchy-feely. Touchy, yeah, and I was so like that. uncomfortable. Yeah, some people are affectionate, but it was just the body language. Mm. I was just paying attention. I was just like, yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're on point, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. You Me didn't neither. see it, no. no. I overlooked that because Destiny's always so loving and, like, caring and supportive and giving compliments, so I just overlooked it. <laughs> Nicole was like, I knew it. Yeah, she totally was. She's on point. Okay, so uh, now let's do special segments, you guys. So I figured... (laughs) We're making up our own music right now. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I figured, like, we could do, like... Uh, what was your like favorite best dress or like whatever you feel like you want to say about uh, each cast member or a cast member? <laughs> That's what I might say. Her face. I think I liked what Mike was wearing. I don't like him, but I it liked, was nice. I I liked his fit. I think he looked very dapper. Dapper. That's a great <laughs> word to use. Um, and he looked very put together. And his he looked like he got a nice manicure too. Since we're looking at nails. Um, but yeah, I just, he was the one that there really stood out. There was no chips? Out. Are you sure there was no chips? <laughs> I mean, I could, didn't have like a little microscope to look or zoom in, but I mean, from what I saw, no. He okay. would love to hear you say that right mm-hmm. now, by the way. I know, that's why I didn't want to say it, but yeah. that just stood out to me, you know? I'm going to talk worst dress for me, and that was Gigi. I'm sorry, I, I, I like Gigi, but her dress just looked kind of cheap. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I agree. So I didn't really have that much of a favorite outfit but I did I did like Reza's outfit because he always pulls out the color and I love that but I had a favorite makeup and I think that was for some reason I always like Gigi's eyeshadow yes. I don't know if it's like the lashes she wears or like the something, eye shape yeah, or her something her eyeshadow was Everything. on point yeah. it just looks good yeah. and I liked um, Destiny's eyeshadow too it was like a Kind of like silver, looked like kind of like mm-hmm. it was diamond, Sparkly. like yeah. Sparkly, yeah. yeah. And I, totally I don't really like silver, it. but she pulled it off really. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, totally. Very Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was gonna say same thing. I loved Reza's outfit. I thought it was so cute. And then what did he call himself? Remember, um, seventies um, something. Yeah, seventies. Oh, I, I yeah. You I remember? Slightly, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't remember, remember exact words. I should have but... written it down. But the, I thought his description of himself was. So hilarious. So, yeah, kudos to you, Reza, for doing that. Um, also, you guys, I just wanted to share that we are on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes. Um, please comment, like, subscribe. You can also catch us in the live feed. You can always comment after. We love hearing from you guys. And, you know, it really does help when you guys rate us. Um, you know, we we really appreciate it. So I hope you go over there and you do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
so uh, news. We have some news, you guys. Let me pull this up right now. After Buzz TV News. Yes. Oh. Oh, look at that. Mona just hearted us. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Look, she hey, just Mona. hearted us. Yay. Yay. Shout out to Mona. Okay, so you guys, I found this article. I believe it was on People. Yes, it was on People.com. And it was about Gigi. She reveals that she started using drugs at 11 years old, which I was like super surprised about. I just couldn't believe somebody at that age could be using cocaine and marijuana. The marijuana maybe, but cocaine. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. She, she said what's happening? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, she said basically, hold on one second. Um she here the article says um that she had been battling drug addiction um in her adolescence and that she goes, I have a big drug past, massive drug past. The Shaza Sunset star said during a sit-down interview on E, just the sip, which that's the video we'll, we will be showing you a portion of. Um, she says, I started at 11 years old. Years later, she sought, sought professional help, checking into rehab, April 2005. That's a long time ago. And this isn't the first time she's checked herself in, by the way. It was quite some time. It was almost 14 years I was using. Reflecting on her past, the Bravo star admitted that the weed and cocaine were among, amongst the drugs she used. I haven't gone back to those hard drugs that I did do. I don't want to scare anyone. I didn't do heroin or crack. I was born and raised in L.A., baby. You know. And so she goes it goes on and on about that in um, her uh, interview. But she also talks about how, like, she used the fact that she, uh, you know, was first generation. She would tell her parents, like, oh, well, my American friend's parents let them do these things. And I, I, I'm... From what I understand, her parents allowed her to, which is really kind of scary to think about Ooh. that. Oh. She also, um, we're not going to show certain parts in, in the episode, so I'm just going to run down some of the things I thought were really important. She talks about the most difficult cast member being MJ. She talks about hooking up with Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened. She, <laughs> she said something like, it didn't really happen, just the tip. Okay. <laughs> um, she said she talks about why she stayed with Shalom, how he's suing her now. He's a fame whore. MJ smelled it, and that she will never get married again. She kept the ring, you guys, which is great. Hopefully, she can put that to use on something. Oh, um, and then, yeah, exactly. And then she also talks about RA. Maybe she can donate that to RA. Who knows? Maybe she can do a good deed. Giving back is always good. She said her mom was the one that got her smoking weed because oh. I guess the medication she was using for the RA is like really harsh. Um, and it is. It really is. So her mom was like, you know what? Maybe you should turn to, you know, medicinal. So that's how she started smoking weed again. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and watch the video. Parents or divorced parents. Yeah. It doesn't make the child any better or less. I think it's just the values that are taught to the child that matter. And I think I'm in the place to give that. I have a big drug, drug past massive drug pass when i started when i was 11 years old okay how massive are we talking are we talking like you did it every time you went to coachella or are we talking like you were consistently from 11 to what age i checked into rehab in 2005 so i um, you know that was it was quite some time it was almost 14 years i was using and april 2005 was when i checked in so i haven't gone back to those hard drugs that i did do I don't want to scare anyone. I didn't do heroin or crack or, you know, but I... I Recreational. I was born and raised in L.A., babe. You know, it's cocaine and and weed. That was was the way it went. 
Wait, let me back up for a minute because you said you started dabbling at 11. Yeah. And that was part of your journey. How does a, an 11 year old hide something like that from their parents? I was first generation. So um, the easiest mechanism for me, my sister, to my, our parents was well, our American friends, let, um, parents let them do it. And my parents were like, oh, crazy. You know, so they didn't want to be wrong as like that they're too strict on us. So everything was like, well, our American friends' parents let them do it. And you got away with it. You got away with everything. And then, I mean, it was, you know, it was it was a pretty much low, low dive, very, very, very long low dive at the age of 11 for me for quite some time. What was your breaking point when you knew that you had to turn this around? Because it, to me, it seems like it's all happening for a reason. Like there's two years ago. I think it just the breaking point just happened for me, I think. And I hope that was it because I think I was at my lowest. I think I was at that point where I'm like, I don't know if I want to yeah. keep going anymore. When it comes to uh, timelines, I like to go by seasons. What season <laughs> did you yeah. realize? Wow. Or- Isn't that crazy, you guys? Like, yeah. this interview was really good, actually. Like, I highly recommend you guys watching it. He's so um, great, It's too. just the sip. You guys have to watch it. So good. Uh, why don't we go ahead and say our predictions? Oh, okay. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'll go mindset. Oh, okay. I'll break the ice. Um, <laughs> predictions. Maybe it's not really a prediction, but I feel that the world will officially know what team Destiny is playing on. She's going to come out the closet. That's what I'm predicting. She's going to come out the closet. All right. <laughs> but what about you, Danya? Um, I feel like so many of these situations are predictable, especially Mike's, because what's going to happen to Mike? I mean, he's just going to continue with his habits. He's probably not going to find someone for a while, and I hope that he doesn't so that he can fix himself. So it's not really a prediction. It's more like I know what's coming. Mm. I, I agree with Nicole. I have the same prediction with Destiny, and I think that she will know exactly where she stands. And I hope she sets Mike straight because I know he was the one that started the rumor about her. Mm-hmm. I predict Mona's going to come out and smack Mike around. I hope she does. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. He'd come on, it. Mona. He'd love it. He would. Oh, yeah, he probably would love it. But, yeah, yeah I hope she puts him in his place. I hope she, like, really puts him in his place. So. I wish Mona would come on. I know, Mona. We're trying to get you on here. <laughs> I think um, we have been. Yeah, yeah, we've been trying to get her on here. You, but you have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's, she's a little busy right now. But hopefully, you know, maybe <laughs> at some point, even if after the show ends, maybe we can bring her on. You know, we'll, we'll look at her schedule and, and uh, reach back out to her again. That'd be awesome. Definitely. We still need to try to get Gigi on. Uh-huh. There's so many members that we want to get yes. on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, re- I reached out to um, MJ, and, and hopefully she is working her magic and, and trying to uh, get those cast members on so we can talk to them and get all the tea. So, um, ladies, will you please tell everybody where they can find you? Hey everyone, thank you guys so much for watching. I'm Donya Marie, and you can find me on all social media at Donya Marie 9. Hey guys, as always, it's good to be back on Thursday nights. You can follow me at The Real Nicole, and that's Nicole with the Y. Hey guys, I'm Maite Creo. You can find me everywhere at This Is Maite, and you can also find me, Real Housewives of OC, Monday nights at 8 o'clock. We have two special guests coming in this Monday that you don't want to miss out. 
And I'm Crystal McLaughlin. You can find me on all social media at Crystal823. That is with an I, not with a Y. And you can find me on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock for oh, Will yeah. and Grace. Mm -hmm. Maite is also on mm -hmm. that. And so, yeah, I guess we're going to be signing out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. And I hope you guys tune in next week. Um, comment in the live feed. And then we'll get back to you. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 